0: Welcome to the most overrated, underappreciated, most viewed, underviewed podcast of all time. Welcome to the Prince of Fresh Air. This is your host, the most charismatic man in entertainment with Dimitri. How you doing, man?
1: Peace and many blessings.
0: So let's get straight into it. Let's not put people to sleep. Let's talk about racism because it is a hot button issue right now in our country, especially on the, the heels of the George Floyd murder. Um. What got me thinking about it was, um, and I've talked about this before. I'm not going to get into it too much. Was when uh, Chelsea Handler came out and told Fifty Cent, "I had to remind him that he's black and he has to, you know, he can't vote for Trump." I'm not going to go get into the whole politics thing, but that's something we have to talk about. People talk about racism and and that it it should end and stuff like that. Do you think racism will ever die down in this country?
1: Racism will never die in this country. Racism is the foundation through which this country is built on. So therefore, if you strip the United States of racism, then it will cease to be the United States and it will become something completely different. Right. So racism is not going to go anywhere because it is a fallacy of the human mind. So meaning... People are always gonna feel that they're better than somebody for some way, shape, or form. I think on the last podcast that we talked about, freaking we're all human beings, but yet we just choose to look at each other as if they're a completely different species than we are because of something as minuscule as skin color. It's the most uh, and when you when you when you take racism and you strip it down to like the simplest like form that you can think of is really elementary. Right. That's like you go to you go to a kindergarten playground, you go to an elementary school playground. You can't come over here because you're black. You can't come over here because you're wearing blue shoes, you're wearing blue pants, you're wearing a red shirt, or your hair is this, your hair is that. That's what little kids do. But yet this country has been built on slavery went on for hundreds and hundreds of years because human beings choose to treat people like shit because they look different than they do right to me is crazy but again this world and the people in it run or operate from a very low consciousness so because of that this is why we have all the issues and the conflict that we have And it's not going to go anywhere because people operate from the same, you know, area of the brain. (laughs) So the same area of the brain that I'm pretty sure holds racist thoughts and prejudices and like, you know, idiotic, you know, superiority complexes based on skin color is the same area that creates all this other shit that you see on the news every single freaking day. Right. Gun violence, police brutality, this, this, and that. It's all the same thing. And it's not going to go anywhere. You know, it's, Unfortunately, it's human nature, which is crazy.
0: Yeah, um, like Morgan Friedman once said, the only way to stop racism is to stop talking about it. Because I feel like there's an obsession with race in this country. Everything is race baiting. Everything is about white versus black or minorities versus white people. And people say, you know, racism is going to end. But every time I see it in the headlines and stuff like that, is always race-baiting. And the problem becomes, because I took a psychology class about this. The problem is the portrayal of people on in the, in the news, the media, and the movies. Muslims are always portrayed as bombers and terrorists. Black people are always portrayed as uh, criminals, thugs, drug dealers, you know the scum of the earth And white people are normally treated With a little more respect Sometimes you know they'll do the more, the more white collar crimes Like stealing money and fraud But there's an issue With movies and stuff where black people Are being portrayed As criminals And the thing with this is As kids like you said before Kids aren't grown up to be racist Kids don't even know what race is they just see someone that they like, they want to become friends with, you know, Tommy and John just want to hang out, play with toys. But what happens is in your environment, especially like in the middle states, you know, people never met black people before. They never seen them besides what they see in the, in, in movies and stuff like that. So they had this image of what black people was like. And then when they finally meet a black person it becomes an issue of. Wow, I, I I never met this man before, but every time I see uh, someone like him, he's a robbing a bank or he's shooting somebody. And that becomes a problem. And it's something that will never change. the Until movies stop promoting, you know, black people as criminals and, and, and Hispanics as uh, drug smugglers and stuff like that, it'll never end. And uh, let me ask you something before we even get... M- further into it. Do you think racism is worse now than it was 50, 60, 70 years ago?
1: I think that racism is still institutionalized. However, I think it's, you know, a, a lot more covert than it is overtly in your face. Right. You don't really see it, obviously, until you become a part of a situation or you, you know, come to be a part of certain aspects of life. But uh, we don't live in a post-racist society. right? So do I think, you know, racism or the history of racism should constantly be force fed, especially to black people? No, because I think our, you know, the history is a lot more vast than that. It's a lot more elaborate than that. Like our history didn't start with slavery. You know, obviously that's just what's been portrayed and, you know, shown in our faces. And I think that that's by design. I think there's a reason why, you know, we get the Harriets and the Django and Chains and the freaking, you know, Amistad movies and, and, you know, so on and so forth. But yet every time, you know, uh, Africa is depicted, it's usually not in, you know, the most, uh, how should I say, I mean, Black Panther aside, and obviously Wakanda is, you know, fictional country, or coming to America where you have black royalty and then, you know, films like that are very few and far between. Right. Let's say when, you know, in Egypt is depicted, it's full of pale white people. I don't think think people were really looking like that in the sun back in Egypt, you know, thousands of years ago. Right. Also, I think we should, if we're going to go back into, you know, history, you know, black history shouldn't be limited to the last few hundred years. And I think maybe we could stand to gain if we go a bit further, you know, than that and, um, you know, really get an understanding of our history. So I do agree in, like I said, I, I just, for the most part, I agree with that statement, but I also think we should have just a thorough understanding in general. And I, I don't think that that excludes obviously. Um, you know, a bit of our past That's not as pretty
0: Yeah, I, I only ask you that Because there's been a, a lot of people Who say racism is Worse than what it was like 50 to 100 years ago Which I disagree with on the premise that People aren't shackled up In chains anymore We don't have segregated schools anymore You know, people aren't separated Based on their skin color But it is an issue that we still face In this country from institutionalized racism to individualized racism You know, everybody prejudges somebody based on their skin color And one of the things that made me really think about it Was, so they started a movement called the Crown Act That that was co-founded by Dove About hair discrimination Because there's been videos of There was a, one video, was a high school wrestler A black male who had braids on And they told him either he has to forfeit the competition or he has to cut his hair. And he made the choice that he wanted to continue wrestling. So one of the refs or whoever the the staff member was came up to him with a pair of scissors and just started chopping off his braids, his dreadlocks, I believe it was. And then there was another instance where a black woman uh, was in the same situation. It was a sport. And she was forced to... Shave her head Because it wasn't deemed appropriate for the competition Stuff like that Is just like Wow You're forcing people to cut off their hair because It doesn't qualify for competition Since when was Hair You know Why is hair being judged You know what I'm saying But in terms of racism Every time you read the news Every time you see uh, The media it's always race baiting, it's always instilled white supremacy. Like I said, white supremacy has been the most hot button issue for this whole year than ever. And I'm not saying it doesn't exist, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that. But why give the KKK and these other white supremacist groups the time of day? Why we airing out, you know, giving them social media attention? All you're doing is fluffing them up and you know getting you know making them pump out their chest even more. So at what point do we even just talk about racism? We haven't even did that yet. You know, people want racism to change, but we're not willing to sit down and talk about how we can, you know, change it. For instance, and I called out Black Lives Matter, the organization about this before. They want one of the demands that they're requiring is segregated schools for black people Are we going back to the the, the 1940s again separate segregated black schools like I don't know man like I mean I, I, what do you think about that
1: Um I think an all black school isn't I'm not going to say it's a it's a bad thing it's just in the way that it's done Um, there's a there's a guy uh, out in Detroit Uh, he's a martial artist the motivational speaker he's an author his name is Jason Wilson he wrote a book called cry like a man and he has uh, a martial arts academy it's not just a martial arts academy but that's pretty much the general outline of the of the school and it's for black boys you know and that's not a bad thing I think You know, we, you know, as a quote unquote black community need to have more things that are for our own. But at the same time, it really just depends on how they're done, because I can easily see how something like that can go wrong. If it's not done the right way. So. um, As far as, let's say, having an all black public school, no. You know, like, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Like, if you're going to do something like that, it's got to be like a like a LeBron James, I promise school, like he's got out in you know Ohio, you know, somewhere. It's right. got to be it's got to be along those lines where it, you know, and, and and at the same time, although you have to start with one, but I think that if you're going to do that, places like that need to be in abundance. And I, and I I think it could do well, you know, if it was just done like, you know, LeBron James, LeBron James school and, you know, places like that. I think Dr. Lamar Johnson was, you know, looking to do the same thing. I don't know how far along in the process, you know, that is. But, you know, I think it's a start in the right direction again, if it's done correctly. But I don't think those should be private schools, not a public school system where, just you know we can attend and then especially the quality is not there then what the hell is it for right you know these places like that if you're going to do that then there has to be a ton of value if not more so than what you know let's say if i had a son or a daughter it has to have way more value than what a public school or another private school has to offer so what you know what i'm saying so i think do that that's great just it has to be done correct. Otherwise you're wasting time.
0: Yeah. And I mean, we have historical black colleges, especially on the, uh, the South of the uh, East coast and you've seen it, the success rate of it and it has worked, but one of the issues they began to ran in and there was a documentary on it that's available on YouTube about it, where the funding and the money wasn't good. Like it was dedicated to minorities, but the funding and the money wasn't good. A lot, it was a record-setting numbers for them, and so what they were forced to do was either close down the school or start to incorporate more uh, diversity into these schools. And one of the in the documentary, there was a white kid um, that actually he was rooming with a, a bunch of uh, you know black people, and it showed him. A different world to them You know what I'm saying And they learn something from him He didn't go to school with, you know, black people before So for him to go to school like that And understand Obviously he'll never understand the black struggle But just to interact with black people And see stuff that they celebrate The cultures they celebrate And how they vibe and interact with one another Is eye opening for them And I think that's important because i stressed this before, education. If people aren't educated about other people, how can we end racism? Because racism is basically, for for a lot of people, the lack of education and understanding of other, you know, you know, communities. So, you know, for someone in the Midwest who grows up in like Wyoming, how many black people do you think live there? You know, you could probably count maybe 10. So, Giving them the education And the resources to understand other people It's important And when we diversify ourselves I get it I fully understand what you're saying You know, there should be something for You know, black community to turn to And have of our own But when you demand segregated schools For black people That becomes something Who demanded that? Uh, black Lives Matter, the organization is on their website <laughs> That's what I mean. It's
1: Black Lives Matter is a joke.
0: I, yeah, I'm but not even gonna get into that
1: organization. whole organization. Not, I'm not gonna say not the movement, but I think the organization is just not. You know, they're not asking. That's really that's the bottom of the list. You know, there there's something called the First Step Act, I believe. They need to be pushing for a second step, which you know to me would be the National Black Alert. You know, if you ask me, but. You know, Black Lives Matter doesn't have any leaders, so of course it's all over the place. And they got something that's, you know, I'm not gonna say unnecessary. I think that's the wrong, the wrong word, but that's not, that's not urgent right now. You know, right. Black guy got shot out out in Philly today, so (laughs) Uh,
0: you don't hear them speaking about it. Yeah,
1: it's. It was actually, it was actually on Instagram. And the guy was basically waving a knife in front of police. And I looked through the comments and everybody was saying he was asking for it. But I still think that if it was someone else, you know, a white person, they'd still be alive. They probably would have just tased him, you know, or you know, detained him, brought him in. And then that would have been it. But because it was, you know, black dude, yep, they, they, they shot his ass. And I, I still don't think that that, you know, death should come with the territory of a police encounter when you're black. But no one
0: yeah. seems to care. Yeah, so let's 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 transition it to to police, and and we've talked about this before, so I won't get too much into it. But I think what's going on with the police is something that we we should talk about and look into because it is an issue with um, police shooting uh, minorities. You know, for minor things. You know, just for you know pulling somebody over doesn't warrant eight bullets in the back like that that one guy uh, a month ago received. But I think education is important. Education ain't going to solve everything because people are still going to have their preconceived notions and stuff like that. But the issue with a lot of people in the police department is that if you stick a guy, a white guy, who lives in Long Island in the suburbs... And you put him in New York City and like the projects with a bunch of black people, he never encountered them before, he, know, he doesn't know how people move there, he, does, he doesn't understand the gang culture involved in specific areas. The problem is you're putting people who have no idea um, how to interact with people that are different from them, and they, instead of trying to understand them, they shoot first and ask questions later. Now, some people might disagree with that, but let me just say this. I feel like when you put cops in like the projects or uh, a community that's full with minorities, you have to allow them to understand one another. You know what I'm saying? So for instance, in Compton, um, a gang member did an interview talking about how the, the police will come in into their, you know, their town and, you know, I mean, obviously they're not going to knock At everybody's door and say hello, but they got To understand each other He got to understand who he was, he got to understand Who the, the, the police officer was And there was a mutual understanding of Alright, we do things this way And, you know We're going to try to keep this in check and this is how we Operate, so he understood that I'm not saying a legal activity But he understand how people moved And he understand what the culture was like There, so it wasn't she first ask questions later for him Is that like, okay I see how people move here And and I have to Go I have to use that to my best Judgment a lot of carbs Aren't given an education they're just Thrown into the walls and then Not uh, you know just Figuratively speaking but they're thrown Into these communities they've never been in before And they get panicked Real quick you know what I'm saying And it's an issue I mean do you think Defunding the police Is a Really good solution Or just Revamping the police system And requiring more education And more um, You know Psych evals And stuff like that
1: There's not going to be A widespread Defunding of police um, Because it just It would just be It would take too much time And I don't think you know, especially whoever becomes elected is really gonna have the time to dedicate to defunding the police. However, when you're a police officer, especially in this day and age, you, it doesn't take an extensive education to just get an understanding of the value of human life. I don't think there's a course that can teach that because I think as you get older where you're old enough to have a job as a police officer you already have that understanding so do you have an understanding of the value of human life or you just neglect that which most police officers have done up until this point right well I don't think that defunding the police is going to solve the problem of gun violence and police brutality against black people i don't think education is the end goal either the only solution to that is legal laws being passed bills being passed new acts exclusively for black men women and children period until we get that It's going to be the same thing so people are going on about all these other things that don't matter that sound good but in reality this is what we need and We, i don't see people asking for that neither neither candidates have mentioned that yet it's not going anywhere right you you take money from them so then now you have angry cops so then that's another thing for them to resent people about right because whether they choose to exclude themselves from the human race, these are still human beings that are capable of all the fallacies that you and I are you know, just as susceptible to. Right. And, but they have guns. So without legal laws being passed that will enforce consequences, because there's never been any consequences. You know, I, We've talked about this many times, so there, there are no consequences once there are legal consequences and ramifications for death, it's going to be the same thing.
0: Right. No, you, you're hundred percent right. And I only just brought up education because I, I think it's something that we don't really talk about in terms of racism, because it is something we have to, you know, really take a look at because A lot of people aren't taught about race relationships and stuff like that. You know, people are put in a bubble and they don't get a chance to expand it without, you know, learning about it. Like I said before, it comes down to how you grow up. You know, I grew up with black people, Hispanic people and white people in my neighborhood and in my school. So I never really thought about. Oh. Who's this white guy or who's this Hispanic? I never really thought like that. Even to this day, I don't care what your race is. If we vibe, we vibe. If we don't, we don't. But a lot of people are taught to hate a, a certain group. Let's be honest here. Most, some people like, especially in New York, let me give you an example. In New York, a lot of Hispanics hate black people. Hate black people. They don't want to be associated with black people. And, when they see a black person, they'll start speaking Spanish because they don't want you to understand what they're saying. And I've been assaulted before. And I'm not saying that's all of them, but that's something, again, goes down to education. You know, people come from different countries, they're their experience to a different culture, then they come to a place that they're not familiar with, and they already had these preconceptions about what they've seen of these people on online and in movies, and they judge you based on that. You know what I'm saying? Kids are taught to be racist. You know what I'm saying? Kids aren't growing up. I hate white people. I hate black people. Their communities are teaching them that. They're not always the parents, but a lot of parents are teaching them that. And school systems aren't even helping the either. The internet is a, another thing too.
1: Because so, this is the thing. It all starts Especially at home. If going to education, what I always thought was because when you when you grow up in the school system, a lot of what you learn in social studies and history is slavery, right? And that era, um, or I just like a little bit of that era. But one thing that I always figured is that there's got to be some you know white kid that's sitting in this class thinking, man, you know, slavery seems pretty cool. Seems pretty cool to me. <laughs> I'm pretty right. sure that's come across. You know The minds of many But know, let me ask you real quick probably care to admit.
0: But let me ask you something I'm not saying it's right But do you think he came to that conclusion Or is because his parents And his community Influenced that on him Because kids that. are easily influenced on that
1: He came to that conclusion Because there's certain things that you just can't always put on the household Because at the end of the day You know Once you get to a certain age It's not about how you were brought up Because it may not have been your fault. You know, your beliefs, might the beliefs that were, you know, force fed upon you or spoon fed to you or that you, you know, got rubbed off on you. It might not be your fault, but it's your responsibility to do something about that. Right. Your responsibility to be able to determine what's right or what's wrong and then move forward with that. So it's not it's not on them because white men sexualize and fetishize black women every day where do you think that comes from? Now I'm not gonna say every single white white man that's with a black woman, but I'm pretty sure three and a half out of four fetishize black women. Right, you are not gonna come out and say it, but it's true. Look up right. Dr. Umar Johnson. <laughs> no, you get you're right. And you get his opinion on interracial marriages and relationships, and then come back and talk to me. You'll pretty much do the same thing that he said. So. That's to me Because every time I see that That's what I think of And it makes me sick To my stomach But
0: It's, it's true And Like And I want to touch on Something you said too Because China Mac Who is a Chinese rapper Asian I should say Let me clarify that But he is of Chinese uh, Descent um, He was talking about How in prison Gangs uh, Not gangs But just people in general Are segregated You know You have the white gang Or the white yeah. community You're You have the black community And and he was saying that, like, in upstate New York, you know, where um, it's mostly within white communities, that you have officers who come in and and treat blacks and minorities like crap. They like to beat them up. They like to, you yeah. know, just use them as punching bags. Mm-hmm. And it's sad, man. Like, it's sad just, not even just the, from the... there weren't police officers. Let me not say that. Correction officers. But... Just this in itself, the fact that even in 2020, people in prison, I I don't know what prison life is like, so I'm not going to speak on it too much, but I think it's surprising that we still have this mentality of all the white people have to stay together, all the black people have to stay together, and all the- how,
1: How it's going to be. Animals treat each other with more empathy than we do. We always see these little things where the duck takes in puppies or- you know the kitten takes in these dogs and you know what i'm saying and you know so on and so forth but yet we're of quote-unquote higher intelligence and we you know can't do the same you know or or we just operate from higher awareness i don't know or we just are able to articulate ourselves with words and you know animals can obviously but we're not that much more sophisticated than they are it's just that we're we, you know i mean we we can create you know we can just do certain things that they can't but aside from that I mean we're just as you know uncivilized as they are except right. th- there's just a method to our madness with animals there's really not right and and, and like I said people are okay with that like people see, see nothing wrong because you talk to people and most people probably wouldn't agree with me or if or it'd be the first time them hearing something like that but it's true. I mean, like I said, this world is just, this isn't, this isn't, this isn't, we, we might be, I'll quote, I'll quote my, uh, my favorite YouTuber, you know, uh, you know, yeah, we might be here. We might be living here and breathing and all this. Right. But this isn't home. Yeah. You're right. I mean, look, low, I mean, that's from low tier. God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right, man. It's, it's a touchy subject and I don't see any end to it. Like, you know, and I hate to bring it up, but, you know, when, you know, about, not Obama, when Biden went on um, the breakfast club with Charlemagne and was like, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. When you say stuff like that, I don't care how much you apologize. That's only making it worse. And that really shows your true colors outside of that because you would have never said that if you didn't mean it. You know what I'm saying? There's certain oh, things yeah. people say on the wind no, like sure. if you angry i can understand if you curse somebody I'll apologize but when you say something like if you don't vote for me you ain't black that's an issue and
1: yeah
0: and it's my final question to you is do you think racism will ever go away
1: no my answer is still gonna be the same Racism is all over the world. It's not even really just in this country. It's everywhere. You know, we just, that's just a fallacy of human people. In this country, take racism away, this country will cease to exist and it will become something else. If I go to Japan, people are not going to look at me, not, I'm not gonna say everybody, but for the most part, people are gonna obviously look at me differently because I'm freaking three feet taller than they are and my skin color is different. We don't speak the same language. There'll be some people who will embrace me as, you know, a visitor, you know, a foreigner. And then there'll be other people who will look at me solely as a foreigner that doesn't belong. They call, if you've seen a lot of, you know, movies along those lines, like in Tokyo Drift, I mean, I didn't like the the main character, but they call them Gaijin. I mean, that's like Western or foreigner, you know? So they're already looking at you as just, he's not one of us, that sort of thing. Look, Look at the story of Tarzan. Animals took in, took him in. You think human beings would have done that? They probably would have yeah. killed him. They, yeah. Oh, they found a baby. They would have just threw him in the water. But, you know, the apes took him in and raised them as their own human. Be- I wouldn't expect human beings to do that. At least all human beings. I know there's obviously some people that are capable of kindness and taking other people in. But it's not like that on a grand scale. It's few and
0: far between.
1: Uh, few and far between. Look what's happening in Nigeria. The people that are killing the Nigerians are Nigerian, the Nigerian government. So you have black people killing black people. And this is in Africa. It's a mess, so, man. Like, that, that's what some people say. Oh, well, let's go back to Africa. Well, shit. People treat each other. Other black people treat other black people like shit in, in Africa, too. Right. You know, that's why there won't be a Wakanda. The day there's a Wakanda is when there's a collective. Black pride and unity, which will not happen.
0: But it's always going to be a munda
1: until there's a collective black unity and black pride. Until then it's and like I said, it's not a black thing, it's a, it's a human thing. People don't people don't get that. And the and people benefit from this this sort of conflict and division. Believe believe that. Someone, someone. People somewhere are benefiting from the division in this country. This might be called the United States, but this is the divided states of America. We are damn near more. This is like a melting pot, different cultures and and religions and and different things. And then yet none of that comes together. None of that complements each other. It all just repels. It's like it's like two magnets, you know what I'm saying? You try to just force them together, but then they just repel each other. That's how we are as human beings. It's just yeah. it's just what it is. It's very discouraging. I don't even feel like I belong on this planet, to be honest with you. Like, I need to be somewhere else. It's just not, right, yeah. not here because it's just like the way I just can't relate to that. You know what I'm saying? And then the people that are the crown jewels of society, the people that got all the money and all the resources, the people that we look up to, they're too busy talking about Birkin bags. Yeah. But yet, you guys are mad at Ice Cube. But yet, these people got just as much money as Ice Cube, and all they can seem to care about is Birkenbacks. Think for yourselves, people.
0: Martin Luther King once said, I have a dream. And it's unfortunate, but his dream has failed because...
1: It wasn't his dream, and he got shot. Yeah? And he got shot. Malcolm X got shot all our leaders for the most part, except for like Minister Farrakhan, and I I don't know too much about him to really say much, but again, the people that mean well for humans in general, like Michael Jackson was one of them, where his whole thing was, we're humans, let's come together. His whole thing with music was to bring people together. And he did that like, like a Bob Marley, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know how many black people listen to the Beatles, but like a lot of the bigger artists, but he just did it on the most grand scale We're back in the 80s. I'm not saying this is because I'm a fan, but just in the 80s, they were able to bring different races of people together. Politicians couldn't do that. And look, look at how they did him. He was one of the people that actually meant well, that actually cared. Would we'll go to hospitals and talk to terminally ill children, cut them checks to get them the help that they needed. Right. Your favorite celebrity do that? No. But then yet it's Kendrick Lamar said that. He said that nigga gave us Billy Jean and you said he test those kids. When Michael Jackson passed away, he didn't pass away feeling like everybody loved him later on in his life. I feel yeah. like, like damn, you know, well, you know, if if it's for another entertainer, you know, Tupac would have would have been one of the people that would have, I I would assume would be out here trying to bring people together. Right, you know what I'm saying. It's not about some, and like I said, in our case, it it I can say it's about being black. But that aside, it's a human problem that we have. It's a fundamental human problem that no one cares about. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, Nazis didn't look that much different than the Jewish people, but yet they were stuffing them in ovens. Y'all look the same. Y'all want to talk about blonde hair, blue eyes? Well. Hey, I I look up the freaking freaking goddamn uh, uh, Nazi rally from the from the freaking 30s, 40s, and, 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 and 50s. And the freaking rallies weren't full of blonde hair, blue-eyed people. Y'all had pale skin and black hair, and then you were taking other people with pale skin and black hair or brown hair and throwing them in up, shooting them, killing them, committing atrocities, doing experiments on them and everything. This is a human problem. And right. no one has still ever freaking woken up to say. We're all human beings. We're born the same way. Bleed the same way. We all operate the same way. The anatomy is identical. Except we just we just look a little bit different. And we still have these problems today in 2020 and they're going to continue and continue and continue until somebody like drops a nuke somewhere. And then shit gets worse. Yeah. We have countries have nuclear weapons on standby why why come on man yeah when you really look at it it's it's so dumb it's not even funny put me in charge disarmament get rid of them we won't be needing these that's what i would say i would say straight up i'm like i'm I'm leader united states i got my team i'm having united nations meeting worldwide disarmament we won't be needing these from from now on goodbye because i so we we have these on deck to to completely destroy and decimate other human beings because you use one of these i even saw this thing on Royal star if you like if i think it was like if you drop a bomb on like in in new york city like the fallout is so like widespread like damn near almost like 500,000 half a million people would die like i'm talking about miles away from wherever it landed people would die and human beings created these things to kill other human beings. We, Same, that, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, we, black people are bottom of the barrel. That's why I can still say that it is a black thing. However, when will you realize like humans matter? Human life matters. Stop fucking like trying to separate yourselves. Like I said, black people, we can't because we get treated like shit, but still. It's your, it's your brother we're talking about. Literally, like dogs and other animals got like balls too. So, really, really all cut from the same goddamn cloth. We're animals, except we could just speak. Right. It's the only difference. We're creative and we can build things. Should beavers do the same goddamn thing. They build too. Yeah. Literally, like, it's, I'm telling you, everything that's going on right now is by design. Everything. This isn't just a coincidence. It it was written for us to be this way, not in a fucking Bible either, like an in instruction, an instructional manual on how to run the world. I'm telling you, this is facts. No, I'm I, sorry, I, I was man. even reading, I was even reading the 48 laws of power, like last week. And I wish I had the book with me, This it's actually in my car. But there's a there's a there's a section in the book where it's saying that. And, and this, this is a power move, I'm telling you, that's being run on society. You, you, you have people right where you want them, where you force them to have to choose between two evils, two lesser evils. No matter what the choice is, it's still for your benefit. If I get you to, to have to choose two options of my choosing... I win, especially if I get all y'all to just argue and fight and and kill and beat each other up over it. Who's winning? Me. But y'all still think that this is no, because to me, if it was any legitimate, then I like again, like I said before, I'd be seeing the Green Party. I'd be seeing the independent party. I'd be seeing this person, this person, that person. This whole debate would have 10 podiums. Of people, so we have more options to choose from than just the two people that they told us we had to pick. Like what?
0: Democrat versus Republican is always going to be like that.
1: Uh, and like, like I said, anybody listening, read read the forty-eight laws of power. Send the keys to power. I believe, and I for, I forgot which law it is, but you get people to choose between two lesser evils of your choosing. You win in the long run because A B. Between option A or B, I still win. All this division, racial tension, violence, freaking poverty, homelessness. It's all by design to benefit someone,
0: somewhere. I'm going to just say this last point, because you you said you you summed it up beautifully. It goes down to this, like you said. They're still going to win. The government's still going to win. The only way racism stop is if the people, not the ones that are in Congress, but us, me, you, even the guy that works at 7-Eleven, if we all band together and say, enough is enough, then we can take the fight back. Because the issue becomes we live in a very individualized society. People only care about themselves, which I mean, is at it's not human nature to it. care about yourself. Yeah. And, you, you gotta know, worry about your own bills easy. and your in your finances. I'm not saying that.
1: People don't have the capacity to 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 really invest in a cause that's truly greater than themselves and to be willing to die for it. No one's able to do that. Yeah. Period. That's why I said that you know, these movements and this the protesting that you know I see takes place, it's it's cool. But no one's really willing to die, you know, die for it. And the people that are, they're victims. They're not martyrs. And then the martyrs are really the pariahs. So they don't even get the reverence and the the support that they should because they're the ones who are going against the grain. Right. Because you take a celebrity and they start to say the same shit that I'm saying, they're gonna Bill Cosby that dude. That's a fact. The press of a button. You could be the president of the United States and the media can spin it to where you look like the craziest dude ever. Look at Michael Jackson. When you go on YouTube and then you, you, you look at a music video, it shows you who owns the song, who has the rights to the song, like the different groups, you know, music writer groups and all that stuff. Most of these records that you're listening to says Sony ATV Publishing, which Michael Jackson owned for a very long time before he merged it with Sony. And then that's when it became Sony ATV. But Michael Jackson owned it when it was ATV Publishing. It only became that when he negotiated that with Sony themselves. So then it became Sony ATV Publishing, like I said. So when you're somebody of a certain, you have power and you have consciousness, they, they get rid of you. Yeah. They get rid of you because all that shit that they're saying about Michael Jackson back in the day, that shit wasn't true. Media, like I said, just top, press of a button. The number one artist freaking his whole entire life but let's just say from 1982 up until 1992 1990 well 1993 on top of the world press a button everybody hates him and it wasn't the same ever since like people still love Michael, millions and millions of people still love michael jackson and he was still successful you know throughout the 90s obviously but it wasn't the same this is this is what i'm saying and and you got a guy who loved human beings, loved children, loved animals, wanted the world to be a better place. He sang about these types of things, and then y'all just shitted on him for people who weren't talking about shit. But you're putting all your all the blame on Trump. You're putting yeah. all the blame on this, this, and that. Michael, my, not even to sound cliche, but and he didn't write the song, but it's true. If you want to make a world a better place, take a look at yourself and make a change. Nobody wants to do it. I'll quote Michael Jackson because it's always somebody else's fault. People are always blaming each other instead of starting from yourself, raise your consciousness and then maybe your world will be better. And then you operating from a higher consciousness will then influence somebody else. And that person, that person, then a chain effect. Because me, I couldn't help but if I'm successful, everything, all my efforts would, would be like super covert That's why I say, I'm like, I start my own secret society because if I was really about making the world a better place and I was shouting it out from the mountaintops, they're going to get rid of mine. Do you hear people getting arrested on the street from feeding the homeless? I don't know if you've ever seen that, but there's been instances where people, yeah, where like they give out money to the homeless or they give out food. Police will come, oh, you can't do that. And then like arrest them. So So I'm saying everything is by design. And if people would just wake up, and pay attention then maybe you'll see what i'm seeing because i'm not i wouldn't claim to be the most woke person ever i just think and i ask myself questions i'm like why are things the way that they are well the reason the reason the way that they are is because of us because the people who run this world are humans just like we are so that just goes to show how deep the rabbit hole is you know what i'm saying right so because you know i'm pretty sure if there was you know, extraterrestrial life somewhere, and if they came here, they would laugh or be like, "What's going on here? Like, why are, are things the way that they are?" Or they're they or they're on the take too. Yeah. Who knows?
0: Yeah, man, this is a good one, man. And you know, I think, like I said before, this podcast is here to start conversations because it is a conversation people are willing to have, and. Like you said, people love to finger blame and I'm not even just talking about people in general. I'm talking about the media all the way up to to politicians. Everybody like finger blaming but nobody want to solve the issue. So unless we band together and solve it, it'll never end. And with that, uh, any final words?
1: Think for yourself.
0: And that's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. And like I always say, a helping hand It's a better hand.